she gets. Thank you. Tell you what, he deserved it, though. He deserved it. You can't do tackles like that, man. I think this game is crying out for size. I took my lad to Leeds. Bristol City, 2-0, three points. I don't know where we are in the league, I think we might be second. I'm just absolutely made up. We we even got the three points, to be quite honest. I mean, it is a well, uh, but not well-deserved, but a, a welcome three points because I uh, we, we didn't look, we looked very standard, I thought, in the first half. and. Um, luckily, Bristol City are just a standard team, and therefore, I think there might be something in that, that Bristol somehow brought us very much to their level. Do you not think? And yes. at no point did we really look like scoring until the Alioski uh, uh, crack that he had, um, which was kind of a great example of, of why he got subbed. Um, because he, you could just tell as the ball was coming towards him in that first half, he was he was never going to bang it in the back of the net. We had a great view of it, didn't we, from the East End? But yeah, brilliant to get three points. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not happy with the performance, but at the same time, like a lot of moments this season, I never felt like we were going to get beat today. The Bristol City team, I think they weren't like too great in general. They don't have any players which really like making impacts like we did. True, it's that's really true. There was no one in their side that ever worried uh, any position, any Leeds player in any position. You know, there was times where I thought, yeah, Bristol were quite tough, but again, I mean, you kept first time this season they had the um, uh, stats on the board, didn't they? They kept on updating us with the board, and that was really quite cool. I, I really did enjoy that, um, but. What is it? It was almost like seventy percent. And what was that stat you saw about passing? Like every time they showed up in the first half, we had we always had double. And it was that game, and um, a few fans round us were getting a bit. I, I wasn't sure about this. A few fans were getting a little bit touchy, weren't they? When we were just keeping possession, and I'm all right with that. Are you? I, I'm quite happy for us to, but, but to keep the ball. As long as we actually do something with it. But I have to keep the ball, but as long as we do something. I know I get it, but you can't you can't be attacking the whole ninety minutes, can you? I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't think by any stretch of imagination this was a great performance from Leeds. It wasn't at all. Like I say, it, if I was going to categorise it, I'd say it's very standard. I mean, even the goals were standard goals for me. Nice clever simple quick passing movements ending in a great final cross for a uh, roof goal which was do you know what i loved about roof goal that he got a tap in do you know what i mean because we need i said to you i think through the through the game you know i wish we just had like this predator who was who would just 
hang at the end of Gary Lineker, an Alan Shearer type. Although Alan Shearer had a lot of cracking goals in him. But you know, they would just be there to tap it in. And that's sort of I thought, yes, Ruth, there you go. That's a proper striker's goal. He's inside, he's inside. Hernandez is 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 better than Andy Carroll. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> headering it a lot. It's so. a second goal in a row. The yeah, only difference is this well. this one, this this one just meant more. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was like, okay, there we go. We've definitely got this in the bag now. Lovely. Yes. Magic into Pablo. Yes! Hernandez! Pablo Hernandez! Pablo Hernandez! Pablo Hernandez! Hernandez! So let's go through the whole team starting at the back. There was nothing for Will in goal. Great to see a young kid come and do his debut. Great to see a young kid come through his debut and, and you know, have that type of game. You know, he looked, in the first half, his kicking was a bit wobbly, but apart from that, I did what I loved. He was shouting a lot at the players. So he's a kid, he's obviously got the confidence to be shouting at his players, telling them where to go. I don't know how effective that shouting was as far as what he was saying was it was it good uh, instruction who knows but he, he did look confident to a certain standard and you know I thought his kicking wasn't great in the first half his first touch and kicking wasn't great but he grew into that in the second half and his performance I think kind of ref reflected Leeds's where it was very standard very solid, you know, lots of possession. We didn't ever look like dropping a goal, um, but as the game went on and that sending off happened, I think he looked great. I mean, he came out and, you know, collected the ball, and there was a huge cheer. I think I even said that was the best moment of the game uh, to that point where that cross came in, uh, the up and under, and he just grabbed it and pulled it in, and it was happy days. And I believe Cooper pat patted him on the back, didn't he? And and just said, "Well done." And you know, for that back four, that that would have been great. What's is he England's number one? Is a question. Have we got England's number one? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Why do you think? Do you, honestly, what did you think of him? You know. Well, seeing as he's only 20 years old, it's his first game for well professionally for Leeds United. Yeah, yeah, David. Uh, I mean. He did a fantastic to keep a clean sheet. Like you said all like the catches he did, like showing like nice and sturdy hands. Yeah. There were, there were like little moments which you were thinking, what is he doing? 
like when the ball came to him but he didn't do anything with it and the Bristol City striker just closed him down straight yeah it was away. a moment wasn't there yeah. and that was a bit of a moment where it got a bit shaky but overall I think he did great there was also that moment where I felt like but again do you know what? I don't blame the lad because he just needs to get his confidence up in that environment I mean what was it 35,000 there today on your debut and that was a noisy crowd first half second half started off a bit quiet City's So, you know, God knows psychologically how that was for him. And there was that moment where I think there was a breakaway point, wasn't there, uh, in the first half. And Hernandez was free, had loads of space on the left-hand side. And, you know, I think the whole crowd shouted, didn't they? They were going, take, you know, take, um, you know, get it out wide. And he, and he never did, did he? He, he? he paused and kind of just rolled it out to, to the right. And but uh, So what do you reckon out of 10, what would you give him? Um, I'd give him a... an eight. That's a great. That's a great rating. It's a great rating. Um, cool. So at the back was where the real makeshiftness kind of came to lie. Let's start with the other debutant. How are we saying it? Haim. Hom. Hom. I think I'm saying it Hom. or Hom. Home. I thought he did well. I've just we've just heard on BBC Radio Leeds someone come in and say he thought his distribution was poor and he didn't do great. I actually thought he looked as comfortable as Cooper. Yeah. I mean there was a bit there was a bit where he did chest it and he did end up slipping over, but that was probably because watered of the pitch. Watered pitch. We really That's watered why. that pitch at half time. Yeah, uh, but I think overall he did have a good game. No matter how you want to play Bielsa ball or, or whatever. When you get a corner or a free, an offensive free kick uh, outside the box, you've got to put him up because I, no one could beat him at a header. It's like the old Peter Crouch uh, scenario you get. No one's going to beat him, and I, I quite like that. I think that's that'll probably get us a few points. I would definitely. I mean, the answer was having such a great uh, and, and fantastic uh, season. I think this lad is definitely third choice centre back. Yeah, one of the breakthrough ones. Uh, yeah, I, I thought he did okay. So then you go to right back Dallas. He, he, he had a nightmare against West Brom, I thought. What did you think of him today? Well, he definitely did play better than he did against West Brom, obviously. I thought, well, I mean, I've he seen. He had like, a bigger challenge, though, did he? Yeah, he seen, didn't have their Phillips running down the line bombarding him, did he? Yeah. It was a lot like, easier game for him. I have seen him play. Better than he has today, but I think it was a like an average performance from Dallas. Standard, yeah. yeah. I think you could level that at, at most our players today. Um, I think they, none of them really seem to get out. You know that analogy never got out of third gear. I think really uh, applies to our boys today. And you know, Coops had a very Coops performance. Um, left back. Barry Douglas, yeah, no, he did all right. And you actually saw what I love about Douglas. He actually, you see his frustration. It happened when he got subbed the, the other week, and it happened uh, today as well at one point where he was on the ball, moving forward, and there was no one there for him, wasn't he? He was like going, come on, where are you? And I love that. I think that's just fantastic. Just seeing someone care that much. Um, and he, you know, again, I thought his performance was probably one of the better ones but for me I'd love to know your point of views on this I thought Calvin Phillips 
that was possibly, and it might have been because of how standard everyone else was, it might have been because it was just Bristol City who were no great shakes, today they weren't anyway, but he was outstanding. Yeah, he did amazing, like, classic Calvin Phillips, just, like, getting stuck in, doing uh, some great balls and then just passing it around like he does. I think he did amazing today, man of the month. Remember when there was that bit in... And everyone, we, we were actually sitting, did you not think we were sitting around a couple of moaners today? Did you hear them? We're all like always, no matter what, moaning. And there was this moment where Phillips was in the middle of the pitch and it was a bit pinball-y, wasn't it? And it bounced around. But Phillips like won the tackle, won the tackle, held the ball. And even when he lost the ball for, I think it was like a couple of touches with another player, he just went straight in there and got the ball again and then Leeds were away. And that really, and he, and he went and dropped into centre back, didn't he? Yeah. When uh, we made those moves, when, when AIM came off. Oh. Um, and and I, thought it was, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was really good. And then, you know, what did you think of the boys in front of him? Click for sure. Um, he, uh, for sure, he did have a, uh, I, thought, I thought he did all right today. Like, again, another average performance. Um, click. Like, again, I, I mean, it was an average performance. He's played way better than he has. Mm. I think he's dropped in form a little bit. There was a few times today you wanted him to just bang the ball in the back of the net, didn't you? And, you know, it's easy said than done, but he did. I just thought, felt like I've seen him be a little bit more uh, clinical in other games. And, you know, there's that bit in the second half where he tried this, like, back heel move, didn't he? And you thought, well, why are you trying to do that? That's a bit... He like got, I don't know if he got caught in two minds of a shot and a through ball or a flip, whatever. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's probably behind Alioski, who got subbed, and quite rightly so, because everything Ali, every decision, I've said this in previous podcasts, every decision Alioski makes just seems to be the wrong one. And that really happened today, didn't it? There was like one good bit uh, where he chased the ball down, got a free kick. Um, I'd be really interested to see if he starts on Tuesday night in our next game because I think he could be the one who who doesn't survive this game. You know, I think he might yeah. get he might actually get um, uh, replaced by who? Not sure. Jack Clark. Well, just say Jack Clark. Who did I love see coming on today? Thought it, and I thought it was a brilliant uh, substitution move as well. The way he moved that team around Bielsa was brilliant when it, with his substitute. Go home. Well, I'm coming off. Right, hey, I know what he's doing. So, so, what he's going to do? So, Hobbs coming off, size is coming on. So, Phillips is going to go centre-back. Then, then uh, Forshaw's going to go in that Phillips position and then Click's going to go in Forshaw's and yeah. then Saez in the where Click was. Saez. I think we get Saez on have him and Hernandez flipping from side to side. I, you know, we've given him his break. He set up a goal today. Yes, it's an easy environment at that very moment in time to play in, but it was made for him to come back and actually, yeah, show what he can do. And for me, I thought he, he showed me what he can do today. Fantastic size. I mean, setting up that goal. Um that Pablo Hernandez did end up scoring that was just uh, yeah that's class I mean just a little chip over like through ball he 
completely just headed it away. Well, it's a good, what a header by Hernandez. And Saez did some great passing as well. Yeah. Like, was, like great dribbler as always. Those yeah, little, those little flicks, that, those close. You know, when you, he's got a player right on him. How he just kind of magically makes the ball move around him. It, it looks so unnatural, but but at the same time, really smooth transition of of, of uh, movement. And you can see the look in the players' faces when he does it. It's like oh, like that. Aren't they? they just don't really don't know what to do. So then, uh, well, well Hernandez, 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 Hernandez. Okay. Uh, again, a bit like uh, our man Will in goal. I thought he, as the game came on, needed uh, um, needed a moment in the game to to come alive, and his moment was the sending off. I think as soon as that sending off happened, Hernandez was was causing chaos yeah. for Bristol. And that's why you can never sub Hernandez, I think. Even when he looks to have a real, you know, I repeat, standard game. Um, when you see Hernandez and, and Saez play together, they, I think they do each other a favour because I don't think the defense, the, the, the opposition defence know exactly what to do when both of them are on that pitch. I think they're almost impossible to, to mark at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They create so much space and opportunity for each other by just being around. Kimaruf. Kimaruf scored another goal. Scored a goal, just a little tap in. He did have an alright game, I thought. He's uh, yeah. definitely played better. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's why I think I was, like I said before, I was so chuffed to just see a, you know, a goal like that go in for the lad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Somewhere where he didn't have to do something quite amazing with his feet or, or dribble round or use his hand. You know, it, it, I think just knocking it in like that, I want to see him do more goals like that because I think we need someone lethal. But, I mean, you know, we're going to talk about it in a bit, but when you're seeing Instagram posts like Patrick Bamford put out before, you can only get excited about what we've got coming back, can't you? Blackman's gone to Chelsea yeah, and we're bad. stuck with two youth player goalkeepers so what should we do should we loan one in or should we buy one what well, I mean what um, I, I think what you've got to take into consideration is uh, we're all excited about Will after today a little bit because of how much better he got during the game um, Peacock is a good keeper but we just don't have a class standout goalkeeper in the ranks at Leeds. And I, I just kind of look at the teams that have got promoted in the past, and that's like one of the positions that they've always had a real strong goalkeeper on. And I'm not just talking about Leeds historically, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, the, a lot of the teams that have got promoted just tend to have a real standout goalie. It's, they tend to have a great spine in them. And I just can't. For me, I, I just don't think we can class uh, Peacock as, as at that standard yet. I don't think we can class Will at that standard yet. I think what we can say is it would be worth 
getting a keeper in in January to challenge these boys at a minimum. But for me, and this is pie in the sky, and this just is typical football fan suggestion type stuff, but I would love us to go in and get and buy, I don't just mean loan, but buy one of those two keepers at Burnley. I would yeah. love us to go, like, I mean, for me, I'd go Pope. Well, I, I but, I mean, go, that, that, we're talking, that's probably a £10 million signing. I would go Tom Heaton. But, but, to buy? To buy, yeah. So you, but, but why wouldn't you buy Pope? Because Pope is a better keeper than Heaton, I think. I, I think Tom Heaton would be a better keeper than Pope. Like, I mean, yes, Pope's played for England, yeah? Yeah. It doesn't mean he's amazing. Heaton like, was in the like, squad once, though, yeah, wasn't Heaton was in the squad, yeah. Plus, Heaton, um, like, I mean, the only problem with him is that he's, he's like, 32, so we probably Could experience about, like, four years, um, uh, like, out of him or something. Four years of top-quality performance at Dume. Yeah, so, um, but I mean, yet again, experience, like, I mean, so he's 32 years old and he was starting games for Burnley and stuff, but then he got injured. Yeah. And he played seven games and then they just stopped playing him after that. So yeah. I reckon we would be able to get a cheaper deal for Tom Heaton for yeah. somebody who's got experience. And, and that kind of, uh, in, in all fairness to, to you know, why I, I'm, I would go more pulp, Again, I feel ridiculous having this conversation because it is like almost pure fantasy football. But my point being, I the statement of spending big money again on on an important position like we did with Bamford, I think just kind of gets the club thriving even more and get and sends a fear through the EFL a little bit more of what we're going to achieve so I think that's why I'm, I'm more swerving towards that but don't get me wrong if we got heat and I'd be buzzing uh, but to answer the question of what I think we should do goalkeeper wise where I stand at the moment I just think we need someone of better quality to challenge for that goalkeeping position I don't think we can rely on, on the goalkeepers that we've got there to be the ones to, to push us uh, to automatic promotion or, or through the playoffs but just you know I, I feel really tight saying that especially about Peacock because I think he has been great in the last year but uh, that, that is genuinely just, just how I, I feel. Batty about reading. Okay, we're back in the studio right now uh, because Lad forgot to turn on his microphone. We're having to do all this again. And what happens with Batty about reading? Yes, he reads David Batty's autobiography and he picks a fact out of it every podcast. What is the fact this episode? So the fact this episode is that his agent did tell him about a possible move to Man United as Alex Ferguson did want him. Batty about reading. We do have some lad shouts, but the big shout and thanks to Patrick Bamford sharing that video mm. on his Instagram that went viral. That finish and a hug. No, oh, there was a well. I mean, let's just talk through that a minute. Now, this is a guy who's going to come back, and if he's scoring goals like that. And what what was even like you said the hug, I mean everybody just would love a Bielsa hug. 
I mean, yeah. I would pay good money. I would pay good money just to get that type of hug. And was it? Um, who was Benjamin? Benjamin Mendy. Benjamin Mendy, like, even said, "I'm jealous of that Bielsa hug on his social media." So, yeah, I think we need to. Patrick underscore Bamford. Big shout out to you for sharing and showing us that insight into it. It means a lot. And it went viral. It meant a lot to everyone, even Man City players. Uh, so on Twitter, we do have some shouts. Uh, at the square ball. These guys are back with their podcast. The first one since March last year. Not only is this brilliant Leeds United podcast, but absolutely mm. one of the funniest. It really is. And they haven't done one since March like you say, and it's like one of those Leeds podcasts that you really, really hang around for. These guys are hilarious. It's obviously the guys who've done the historic and iconic Square Ball magazine. They, they they do podcasts, and they're back out for this season, so that, that's out there now. Follow it, and you'll get all the recent episodes. Hopefully, they're going to give us more. Yeah, and you can search them up on your fave podcast app. And then, also, at Leeds Me TV. Uh, at new a new Leeds United fan service, really cool delivery yeah. of stuff all Leeds. That's awesome. Um, at Ollie underscore Wood twenty one, Ollie spelt with a Y. At Savorn underscore Paul Southern, but spelt with an O and an R. Mm. Um, at Leeds United, well Leeds UTD Academy, brilliant fan account that focuses on Leeds United Academy. So cool! It's so cool. Um, at twenty seventeen CGM at Lee underscore DSU, Colin from Wrexham, who supports all us Leeds United podcasts whilst working, driving around the UK, listening to our ramblings. Uh, absolutely awesome. Cheers, guys, and thank you, Colin. That, that really appreciate the support, buddy. And on Instagram, uh, Patrick underscore Bamford for yeah. the video. Uh, at the LUFC Lounge, at Leeds underscore News underscore 1919, at Leeds underscore UFC1. At Alex for Hartley, um, at a underscore b um, dot two one two, and at Hayden Price fourteen. He lives down in Bristol Way, and he and his dad are surrounded by Bristol fans. Yeah, no, he dropped us a message before, and he's absolutely buzzing. Uh, so you know, they're obviously ripping it into their family right now. Thank you so much, everyone we've just mentioned for your support, and everyone else we haven't managed to mention who listens to this podcast. Please spread the word. We actually came up with this really cool idea um, about sending us messages because what we'd like to to add into this is when you met a Leeds United player or a Leeds United coach or manager, someone like that, we'd love to hear these real fan stories. And We were chatting earlier about how uh, Lad's gran uh, once totally blocked me from uh, meeting Gary McAllister. I saw him on the stairwell at Middlesbrough. We were lucky enough to get some uh, uh, kind of like, you know, posh seats and stuff. So we were kind of in the area where all the players went to. And, and I was going direct to Gary McAllister. This is when he was playing for us. And my mum literally elbowed me out the way and essentially chatted up Gary McAllister. And I didn't even get to get an autograph or anything. You know, and Gary Mack, you know, replicated that and you know, chatted up my mum back. It was a really awkward moment. I mean, you've met, you've met Roof running wow. out, running out of Ellen Road as he's running to his big posh car in the car park, haven't you? Said we said hello. So if you've got any great stories, this is how you get in touch with us. Social media, just look for Lad to Leeds on whatever platform it is. Email is lad to leads at gmail dot com, and then we also have. 
uh, a, a way if you listen on iTunes and if you want to just go on iTunes to do this if you fancy giving us a five star review please do that but where he asks you to write a review please leave a story for us the player you met or the leads icon you met and how it went down and we'll give you a shout on this podcast it'll be great to get some of those thank you so much for the support this is a great day we are now actually third in the league because by the time we've recorded this Middlesbrough have just beat who did the beat like um uh, Brentford Brentford they're going down. They gave us such a good game as well. Now, Brentford are like going down the toilet. Be interesting to see what happens with Aston Villa and Birmingham tomorrow. I, do you know what? I think I'll be back in Monk. Will you be back in Monk? Mm. I kind of want Birmingham to beat them. Backing no one. All oh, right, you're going neutral. Yeah. You'd rather neutral. they're both lost. Thanks yeah. for the support. Have a great weekend. All leads away. Thank you very much. To speak Tuesday. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.